Welcome back into the great Scott show, the great sports callers open think tank. Joining me now, Louisiana Ragin' Cajun Jr. running back special teamer TJ Wisham. Good morning, TJ. How's life, man? How are you? Good morning. Uh, good. I'm great. Coming off a win, ready to start a week of work to try to go and get another one. How are you? I'm doing well, man. Um, weird question for you, but um, have you ever heard of the Beastie Boys? I've heard of them, but I'm not uh, very familiar with them. There you go. I mean, your coach, your head coach, knows them a little bit, but that's more of his his day and age. So, what is your what is your like? You know, you you talk about playing physical, right? You talk about I think you you reference trench warfare, right? When it comes to this upcoming game mm-hmm. against South Alabama, what music do you listen to on game day? Do you need to listen to something to sort of bring you down or just jack you up? Um. I'm an in-betweener, but it's mainly more mellow things to bring me down. Um, I'm a guy that when I flip the switch, it's go time. So if if I listen to a little too much of the things that bring me up, I might be a little too fired up. So um, I'm just more of a a mellow guy. I listen to a lot of things that are soothing but uh, powerful music. I like I like artists that have lyrics that mean something um that's right so that's that's my go-to absolutely good stuff so tj uh take us back if you will just for a moment about um last year uh your you know your your redshirt junior year a season ago you suffer the injury um just everything about last year when you when you factor in covid was odd but uh, from a personal standpoint what was it like going through that and in the rehab process and everything else um, last year was very tough, honestly. Um, and it was tough because it, um, my injury being so rare, um, I didn't understand the severity of it until I was probably two months into my rehab, my recovery process. Um, so it was tough because I wasn't out there with the guys like I wanted to be, but um, just mentally knowing that the journey ahead was going to be tough and going to be long. Uh, but we got through it. I had a lot of people supporting me, a lot of people in the building supporting me, my family, my friends. They all clinched on to me, and uh, we got through it. So it's just a blessing from God. God picked me up. Um, he gave me healing, gave me strength, and now I'm back out there with the family playing, playing the game I love. Louisiana running back T.J. Wisham, um, you, you, your football journey is an interesting one. You know, you played at mm-hmm. uh, – your, your, from Baton Rouge, playing some games at U.S. Military Academy, Army, you end up at UL. Take us through your background in terms of where you started and, and how you got to UL. Gotcha. So grew up Baton Rouge, um, went to Episcopal High School, um, go Knights, and then went to Army West Point, went played for the prep school for a year, and then played at, at the academy and just decided to go on a different route in my life. And um uh, when I was transferring, there was a few schools in mind. Uh, contacted, a, was in contact with a few schools, but UL st- stood out from the beginning. Um, I was familiar with Lafayette and the Raising Cajuns due to recruiting from high school, but I wasn't really familiar with many of the new coaching staff. They had just got here, but I, I knew some guys that played uh, under Coach Jalute, um as a running backs coach over at LSU. Um, so once we all got in contact, I asked them about them about him and uh, started getting some familiarity with him and getting some understanding of the type of coach he was and then some understanding of Coach Napier. And then I was able to come down for a visit and um, 
met Trey Regis, and uh, it just felt like home. I knew Levi Lewis from growing up, guys like Ashton Johnson, Levi Lewis, Ben from Baton Rouge, and it just felt like home. How does it feel now to be that that older guy? I mean, whether you you classified as a junior or as a senior, because I know last year you got that extra year of eligibility. But either way, you know you've been you've been playing college ball since 2017. You've been at UL since 2018, and now you look at the turnover in the running back room. You've seen guys. You've played with guys that are now in the NFL. Now you're playing with guys that I, I'm sure have the same aspirations. But you're kind of that that uh, the old season veteran in there, how do you take that sort of role? Uh, or do you take it? Do you approach it as, okay, I might not be at the top of the depth chart, but I, uh, I'm i the wise one, so to speak? I definitely take that role. And uh, <laughs> um, it's a joke around here. The guys call me Brother Wisdom. Um, <laughs> I guess because I have a little wisdom to me. Uh, but I definitely take that role. Even if I'm not in the game, uh, the guys always come to the sideline and ask me what I see. Because I'm always paying attention, and we always we always talk ball together. Uh, I try to be a mentor regardless of what I'm doing. Um, I under, I've understood for a long time in my life that uh, God blessed me with the ability to be a positive impact on people and uh, be a natural leader. So regardless of what my role is, I've always tried to do tried to do that. So you know, brother Wisham, uh, could you impart some wisdom <laughs> on our on our listeners? What's like a, a good motto you like to live by? Uh, my favorite quote right now is, the past is your lesson, your present is your gift, and your future is your motivation. All right, I like it. You, you, it's a little, you, a little bit of a different play on the past is history, the, the future is a mystery, the present is a gift. No, you're like, look, it's, it's not history. You learn from it, right? You got a lot. You, there's, oh, yeah. you know, you, you, you basically just I quote on its head. I kind of like it. Brother Wisham, well done, well done. T.J. Wisham, our <laughs> guest, Louisiana Raging Cajun running back. Um, being that, you know, when when you look at the running back depth chart, you're not in the top three. You do get some carries, but you kind of take that wise approach. And you have a, a mm-hmm. really big role on special teams. Um, what, what are what are practices like for you? Do you spend more time with the running backs? Do you spend more time on special teams? Is it sort of equal all the way around? Um, our practices are periodic off. Um, so when the special teams periods, I'm I'm definitely in there getting a lot of special teams reps. And then running back, um, when we're doing offensive periods, I, I get some at running back. So it's, I'm always ready for both. Yeah, it's not it's not like you're uh, you're like the specialist, like the long snapper, kicker, and punter that just get to do their own thing the whole time. You're like you're you're in the mid- yeah. nothing against those guys. I just I had to throw a little little jab in there. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, what what is in your mind the key to being a good special teams player? Um, the key to being a good special teams player first is having understanding and being a smart player. Special teams is um, an art in a way for the coaches. Uh, you have different techniques, different different schemes, different styles, um, and understanding what your what your uh, role is and what the other team is trying to do is the first step. And then it's being able to just play fast and physical. That's the the biggest thing with special teams is playing, playing with speed and being physical. They're, they're really the only plays where you consistently run 30, 40-plus yards and you're running into another guy. So you have to be physical and uh, be disciplined in what you're doing. Um, and then it's just having a knack for it, I guess. Uh, I'm an offensive guy, but most special teams you see, on things like punt and kickoff and things like that, or defensive guys. 
but I pride myself on being able to go out there and make plays just like them. ESPN fourteen twenty TJ Wisham, our guest. What is in your mind the biggest key, the number one key to being an effective running back? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, to being an effective running back, uh, man, it might. I mean, I guess, one. I guess, in some ways, TJ, it, it's kind of defined by. It's probably not the same answer for every running back, right? It, it depends on their strengths. Not at all, right? Mm-hmm, definitely, uh, and it definitely depends on your scheme and uh, what team you plays for. Sure, um, our running backs, we always talk about um, violent intentions. So playing with violence, and when you when you play with violent intentions, that means you're playing with speed. You're playing with definite cuts, north and south. Did that? Where, where does that instilled from? Is that running back coach Jamar Jaluk? Is that coach Napier? Is that something you guys just kind of developed in that running back room? That's Coach DeLuke and uh, something we've just uh, developed. And Coach Napier says it all the time, violent intentions. Uh, finish, finish the run with violent intentions. Well, uh, violent intentions, I know that's going to be one of the, the keys uh, for the running game this Saturday. Uh, I think you described it when you spoke to the media on Monday as uh, uh, trench warfare going up against South Alabama. Uh mm-hmm. it, could you divulge that a little bit, maybe go in a little deeper about trench warfare on the football field, what it means to you and, and how you guys are, are, you know, how are you guys going to get that done on Saturday? Gotcha. Well, uh, with any given team, good team, uh, if you ask me, good teams are really good in the trenches, the offensive and defensive line. And then trenches, you can include tight ends, running backs, linebackers, and things of that nature. Um, and that sets the tone for the game. Uh, that that includes the run game. That that includes keeping guys off the quarterback. That includes on defense, um, getting to the quarterback, stopping the run. And um, if you want to include it in special teams, that that's field advantage. Um, like I said earlier, special teams is physical. Um, so it all goes into the game. It sets the tone. And and if you can set the tone in the trenches, uh, usually your team does a way better job. Good stuff. TJ Wisham uh, has been our guest. Um, how do you feel thus far about the three and one start and overall how you guys have played? Um, I'm, I I feel that we're getting better every week, uh, and I think that's a good thing. I think that's a thing that shows that we're a good team, that we're a mature team, that weekly throughout the season we're getting better. Uh, we're very critical of ourselves. Um, we watch film not with looking at the good things, but looking at the small details that we could tune up and get better at. Um, so I feel very very confident in, in who we are and um, what we can do as a team this year. ESPN fourteen twenty. Uh, Carlos Rubio, unfortunately, suffered a significant injury against uh, Georgia Southern. And, TJ, we were talking about the injury you had last year and you being the wise player in the locker room and uh, your teammates mm-hmm. call your brother Wisham. When a teammate goes through something that you can relate to like that, do you do you talk to him a little bit? Did you did you talk to him, or is it is it a case by case basis? Oh, definitely. Uh, going, to, we went into halftime, and I saw him sitting down, and I went straight to him, and I grabbed his hand, and I uh, I grabbed his hand, and we prayed, and uh, I just let him know. Uh, Carlos got here the same summer. I well, he got here. Before. Um, when I was here, he was one of the first guys I, I got pretty close with. Um, that's a brother to me. Um, 
and I let them know that I love them. I'm gonna be there to support them, and I I'm, I know what he's gonna have to go through regardless of uh, what's the severity of his injury, and just let him know I'll be there for him. How close is this locker room, TJ? Ooh, this locker room is close, uh, very close. Um, it's, it's definitely a family. Um, outside of football, we're, we're with each other. We're talking to each other. We do a lot of things together. How much does that, do you feel, how much does it help having the continuity with a coaching staff? And I know you guys have had some assistants that have gone on to other jobs and come back, but, you know, you've had Coach Jaluk for a while. You've had Coach Napier the whole time. Sort of, There's mm-hmm. there's been a consistency there where sometimes when a head coach leaves, Sometimes the whole staff goes, or there's just a few left behind. How much of an impact does that play on that close-knit locker room? Or is it, look, these these guys would be close no matter what? Oh, that's very important. Coach Napier says it all the time that this game is about the people, and we believe that in in our building. Um, That's player to player, that's player to coach. The respect and love you have for each other helps you because you know when it comes down to battle, um, you know who you're, who you're, who you're battling with, and you love that guy, and you're going out there, and you, you're putting it on the, on the line for him, not for yourself. T.J. Wisham, Louisiana Raging Cajun running back and special teamer, has been our guest this Saturday, South Alabama. It is a bus trip for you guys, T.J. So, how do mm-hmm. you uh, like? What what do you do on the bus? Do you watch something like on a on a an iPad? Do you do you guys you know cut up? Like, what's a what's a long bus ride like with a football team? Uh yeah, I'm a I'm a mix of music and probably a movie. Uh, it's a running tradition for me to watch uh, my favorite movie since sophomore year of high school is Remember the Titans. Oh, um, yes. So I haven't <laughs> I haven't watched it yet this season. I'm making sure I have that downloaded for the trip. Is, I'm glad you brought it up because last week was the the 25th year anniversary of it. And it was like mm-hmm. we were. Uh, I was. I was on the air with a co-host of mine, Norman Locke, who joins me on on Thursdays. And we were. We just started listening to different different parts of it and parts of it that get us fired up. What is your What is your favorite scene or favorite, I guess, speech in the movie? Oh, definitely attitude reflects leadership, Captain. <laughs> you know, aside from those guys being a bit too old to be high schoolers, the actors. Um, you know, it kind of sets the stage because then later when, you know, they have that disagreement when the strong side, left side starts, it just it makes it that much more impactful, right? Definitely. That's a powerful movement. And uh, I think that's one of the reasons why I've loved it so long. It's not just about football. It's a lot of things that you can convey over to life. So you, you've dropped the attitude reflects leadership before, I'm guessing, Brother Wisham. <laughs> Not that exactly, but it, uh, I'm pretty nice sure it isn't some of the things I've said to the team. There you go. Well, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be in the context of like responding to someone that says something, right? But to your point, just uh, you know how you how you go about it. Well, look, you're one of the leaders of the team. Um, I know the coaching staff has said as much. Your teammates as well. I appreciate you taking the time, TJ. It's been an interesting football journey for you, but. Thank you for uh, for coming on the show this morning, and uh, best of luck the rest of the season, and I'm sure we'll talk to you down the road. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me on. Stay blessed.